everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strether. I'm Sean Spencer. Back. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta go out and let. Hold up. All right, all right, all right. I am Janae Strother. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk Football, ladies. Takeover, ladies and gentlemen. We are super excited to do this show with you guys each week on Thursdays at 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. And I am just super excited to have these dynamic ladies with me today. We got a show, a heck of a show. But before we start the show, we got to go around and we got to say who we are so you guys know exactly who you're talking to because these are people who really know the game. I am Janae Strother. I am Kate Elverson. Delilah Crespo. Ashley Swinton. (laughs) Yes, and we are the ladies' takeover. Let's talk football. The greatest game in America, ladies and gentlemen, as we can say, actually the world, in my opinion, the greatest game in the world. (laughs) Um, We got to get ready to start this show, but of course, I got to share this thing. Got to make sure people are watching. Make sure everybody knows that we are on here, that we are live. Oh, yeah. Hey, Nate. What's (laughs) up, Nate? Shout out to our first viewer. <laughs> right, look, my, our boy's in the building. Let's see. Let's see. Gotta make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that we are. Boom. Gotta share it. Gotta make sure people are watching. Oh, let me turn my volume down. <laughs> All right, let me share this thing. We got Anthony in the building. Anthony. Hey, what's Hey, hey. We already know we got all of our people. Come on in, ladies and gentlemen. We are super excited. Man, it is going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, come on. All right, this is shared on my page. I hope everybody is on here. Yes, we are starting the show, ladies and gentlemen. Get on up in here. I cannot wait, cannot wait to do this show with these beautiful ladies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Delilah, we got to go ahead and start out with the biggest news. Ash, Katie, this is intense. There's big news that is dropping today, right now. Breaking news. Big Ben officially retires. Yep. Yep. Go. <laughs> Big Ben, man. Shout out to Big Ben. I mean, this is we're talking about one of the people of our era, our era, which right. he's been a great quarterback. I mean, came out of a draft class that was out of this world. Yep. And 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 was able to sustain and do what he did. You know, we're talking about Tomlin having all these winning seasons. He did a lot of these winning seasons with Big Ben. Big yep. Ben. <laughs> Tag team together, man. I know we each want to go around and talk about him. Delilah, what do you got? I mean, he's right, two Super Bowls, right? Like, 
Yes. You know, he's got two Super Bowl rings, 165 wins, 408 passing touchdowns, eight AFC North titles, you know, and he he started his, you know, his career with the Steelers and he finished with them, you know, and they said that's basically he's the first one in the Super Bowl era to have done that. Like wow. that actually spent his whole career with one team. So Big Ben, you've earned the, you know, you've earned that kudos. 18 years in the league, that's not easy. Absolutely. Uh, so congratulations and enjoy retirement, whatever comes next. No, that's right, man. Ash, in your household, this guy is pretty big, huh? Oh, yeah. It's a sad day in my house. It was a sad day. That last home game Ben played, it was a sad day. That last away game Ben played, it was a sad day. That playoff game, it's just been sad days. <laughs> Oh, I know it's been a really sad yeah. day. With also, if you don't know, Ash's husband, a great man. He is a big time fan, <laughs> a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan. So, I mean, what would you say about him? I know you probably watched him more than any of us due to the fact that your husband probably has never missed a Steelers game. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> what what do you think say about him? I don't know. I am not a huge fan of Ben as a person, but you can't not respect what he's done. Right. Just like July said, someone who stayed on one team for that long too and accomplished that much. I know Sydney sent me this big long list about number one in Steelers history, and it's got like 40 things that Ben has accomplished. So he's just been amazing for them. And yeah, never had a losing season. I mean, you're in the league for that long and never have a losing season. That's pretty Come amazing. On, Come on. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing to be in the league that long. I mean, and he's got rings. Come on now. I mean, and he's yeah, got rings. Said, you know what? Everyone said, like, Ben's the problem, Ben's the problem, Ben's the problem. He was not the problem the last two, three seasons. I mean, he wasn't in his prime, but I don't think he was the main problem. There were I don't a lot know. of other problems. I absolutely don't think so. I I, I, he was hurt. I felt like they forced him out a lot, forced him out, you know, because even though he was injured and needed some time probably to rest, he just couldn't. He was the backbone of the team. I mean, they couldn't sustain without without him. I mean, we saw how it went before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, Katie, what about Ben Roethlisberger? Come on, what do you think? Um, 18 years in the league is a lot. He's taken a, he's taken a licking and kept on ticking and it's time for him to spend time with family, and I totally get that. We know another quarterback who's contemplating this right now, and we're not talking about him. But I just – kudos to him. I mean, that's a long career in the NFL, especially since a lot of re people are retiring sooner because of all the head injuries and everything that they sustain. And Right. I mean – the thing is, Mason Rudolph couldn't get it done, and so hopefully they look elsewhere. But I just wish him <laughs> all the best. I hope he has a great retirement with his family. But I have a feeling it won't be long before he'll be back as, like, an analyst on one of the shows. And, um, oh, you already. They come and play you already. David. So, I welcome to the club, Sydney. <laughs> like not be good. Also, the things, though. Your GM's gone. Your quarterback's gone. Your defensive coordinator's gone. Everybody. Everybody. But, um, is he gone. did win one of his Super Bowls in Detroit with the bus, so that
Sydney's like his first tech comments are on YouTube. <laughs> and then, I mean, he was in a good class with Eli Manning and Rivers. That's been discussed a lot today. So yeah. the big Absolutely. discussion was, of course, Eli versus Ben and everything today on a lot of the shows when the news broke. Absolutely. So poor Philip Rivers. He had just struggles in his NFL career. So, but anyway, um, kudos to Ben. I hope he, I wish him well. I mean, absolutely. I mean, this guy's been absolutely <laughs> in the game. <laughs> Golly, look, look at everybody. These comments, man, I tell you. <laughs> they coming in. Last season in the league and, lead, and led the league in game-winning drives. He still had it. Absolutely. Hey, I gave him props. I said he wasn't the problem. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he wasn't, right? There was other things going on. Well, she said it wasn't a problem. We were her witness. We are her witness. There was no problem. All that talent Rivers had, he wound up with more kids than Rivers. <laughs> I mean, oh it's God. true. Oh, man. Phillip Rivers got the bad end of the Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. But that draft class, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, 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 Nick. What's up, man? What up, Nick? What's up? All right, ladies. We got to get into our amazing segment that we do every single time we talk about women in the NFL. I mean, come on. Let's give it up for that. Let's give it up. Hey, we have to ride for each other. If we don't talk about it, if we don't let the world know who's in the league. Mm -hmm will not know so women in the nfl we have a special person that we have today sam rapaport yes. Yes. <laughs> hey so let's go ahead and talk about it all right so sam is the director of football for the nfl so she has a very high profile position um, she does a lot for programming to retain, to develop and promote um, diverse candidates into basically football operations. So people of color, women, just to get them in the door and give them opportunities. Um, and to the, what I thought was really cool is she is from Canada and she was a quarterback for a women's football league there. Wow. Um, on her resume, she said, what other quarterback could accurately deliver a football 386 miles? So I thought that was pretty funny. Like, Look, I'm good, guys. <laughs> Let's go. So what I – how I actually even found out about her is was I was looking into the women's career in football forum yeah. and found out that she basically runs it, puts it all together. So it's just um, – she just calls groups of women and they get together and basically talk football and how to – get them positions in the NFL or other football leagues. Um, Cause she, her big thing is like, she understands that women love football just as much as men do, that there are just as many women out there as men that love football. They just don't have the same connections, the same opportunities to get into these positions. So her big thing is just giving these women opportunities, getting them connected with the right people, getting their resumes on the right people's desks, to be seen because it's not that there aren't women out there who are very qualified and would love to have these jobs it's just they're not seen so that's her big thing 
Um, last year alone, 83% of the people who went to the forum ended up getting jobs. 79% of them were women of color. So I thought that was pretty cool. So it's not just women, it's people of color too. Um, just the people in color who have, um, who have gotten jobs has increased over the last year too. It went from like 25% in 2019 to almost 80% in 2021. So that's good. We're doing good things. We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yes um i don't know the her i liked her message she said like the whole point of this forum like she wants it to be obsolete she wants this forum to not even have to be a thing because she just wants women to be so prominent in the league that we don't even need to have this conversation anymore we can just be like wow that's amazing so i thought that was pretty cool she has a podcast called earn it the nfl's forward progress which I thought was interesting. I'm excited. I'm going to listen to it now. That is with um, Jane Goodell. Yes. So I thought that would be cool to listen to. I didn't know that. So I'm excited to listen because I'm sure they talk a lot of great things about women and opportunities in the league. And then that was pretty much it. The other thing I thought she said was that um, like having more women not necessarily encourages more women to be interested or get into yeah. football. But it shows them the message that you can if you want to. Because before it was like all these women are interested. It's not lack of interest. It's lack of thinking you can do it. So I think it's good that there are more women in the league showing women that, hey, this is an opportunity that you can have, that you can do. Because before, I mean, when I'm a few years ago watching football, I'm like, oh, females can never do that. There's just there's no females. Females Come don't belong on. in the NFL. But now you're seeing all these women. It's like, no, you do belong there. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> I mean, we, absolutely. I mean, you don't you don't realize it can happen until you see it. Mm -hmm. For a long time, we haven't been able to witness any women in the league. So we got used to not ever seeing women in the league and thinking that it probably would never happen. Yes. But as you can see, we have women paving the way. And Delilah, do you have anything to say? Yeah, no, I think it's great. I mean, the fact that they have a, pod a podcast, I'm gonna have to listen in on that too, because mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure that they have a lot of stories Yes. Right. Because uh, breaking into an industry that's male dominated is never easy. And so I'm sure like, you know, it, you have to wear a, a, a suit of armor. Right. Yeah. Because it's, you know, you have to kind of break through that door and like set the tone and like, you know, demand to be respected because. Absolutely. You know? And so like I am interested to hear her experiences you know, with elevating, right, growing, mm -hmm. you know, moving around in those, you know, spaces. Um, one of my favorite uh, quotes from Michelle Obama was that what helped her when she was surrounded by only men is that she realized she was actually the smartest person in the room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, like she was like, yeah, you're in here surrounded, you know, here I am a woman and I'm a woman, a black woman. Mm -hmm. And then you're listening to these lawyers talk and then basically she's like in my head i'm like but i'm smarter than all of you <laughs> you know and so and so that's what you know and so sometimes that's the kind of mentality you need there it's like you're either as smart or better right mm -hmm. and so it's like they always it, that's the thing that when you listen to a lot of women who mentor women to go for things that's what they always say right they're like yes. you don't know if you don't ask right you don't know if you know you have to be a little bit more vocal which obviously that means we have to step out of our comfort zone because we've always oh, culturally sure. we've been told to defer right but now it's like no we got to move forward and be like no longer are we in the shadows it's like this is what we want you know here we are this is my qualifications 
And if you are rejecting me, why are you rejecting me? You know, it's like it's always asking that question. Like, <laughs> what is the reason? Right, like, <laughs> Katie, do you have anything to say on this subject? Um, yeah, like one of my favorite females in all of history, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, said, "Women belong in places where decisions are made." Yes. And I truly, truly believe that more women need to be in those decision-making roles. And um, just like when we got this female vice president, people said, wear your shoes, glass ceilings are going to be broken. Yeah. I'm all about shattering glass ceilings. I'm all about bringing women power. I, I'm all about the feminist movement, if you don't Woo! know that about me. So anyway... Um, <laughs> I believe more females means better things. Absolutely. Better. The more females we bring into the league, the more females that we see on the sidelines as Ross coaches, right. executives, owners, GMs, whatever. It's going to be good for this league. Exactly. What's interesting is like women empowerment also elevates men. And I yeah, don't think people realize does. that because uh -huh. What it does, it means that you don't have to be the stereotype anymore, right? That idea of toxic masculinity is mm -hmm. out the window and you're able to express yourself in the way that you want. So it's not mm -hmm. even just about women itself. It equals the playing field, meaning like if this is not the role or, you know, the role you wanted for yourself, if you saw yourself in a different manner, like if you are more of an artsy person, mm -hmm. if you are more into like, what stereotypical women like more yes. sensitive and like right yes. like the sensitive attributes and all of that it equals a playing field it means that you know you're also able to expand your horizons and your thinking and yes. and and try things that you have ideas <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely so let's do it <laughs> we talked about Sam Rappaport today this is all right Man, as you know, every show we will be bringing you somebody else different about a woman in the NFL, and we hope that you enjoyed the segment. But the next thing that we do every show, we have to send out some positive, positive love by doing a cause in the NFL, a cause in the NFL, something that truly is impactful to us. And these foundations that we find really uh, have a meaning, like they're really important in the world. And we just hope that you guys enjoyed this next one because we'll be talking about Dan, the Dan Marino Foundation. And we have something special for you guys. So we're getting ready to play a video. We hope that you guys enjoy it. Give me a second. Oh, I also like, uh, I want to invite our special guest for this one too. Absolutely, absolutely. Gotta have our special guest. <laughs> the guy on the show. Hello, lady. Hey. <laughs> you look so good right there in the middle of us. Didn't we say we're all about equality? Hello. Can, can, can I just say, I've, I've always wanted to be in the middle of four women. This is, this is beautiful. You know, watching, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Right. Right. Uh, the Dan Marino Foundation. We hope you guys enjoy. All right. Well, let me just do a little intro real quick just so the video makes sense. You know what the Dan Marino Foundation actually is. Um, 
So basically, Dan Marino, not only is he, I'm not saying, because I know that became like an argument, I don't agree. I'm not saying that he's the greatest quarterback of all time. I remember that happened in a different show. Um, but what I'm saying is he is, he deserves his, his flowers, right? He was, he did his thing in his time. So he definitely deserves that, right? He is a legend. Mm -hmm. regard, okay. So I'm going to give him his flowers in that regard because he did earn it. But besides that, he also had a child um, that was born autistic. And 30 years ago, autism wasn't, obviously, really people didn't know really what it was, right? There really wasn't a lot of outreach. There wasn't a lot of information about, you know, people that, that were on the spectrum. And so he decided to create this foundation 30 years ago in honor of his son. Um, and basically their mission is for 30 years, the Dan Marino Foundation led innovation in charge with the mission to empower individuals with autism and other developmental disabilities. Um, in 92, he created this foundation um, because he found that one out of seven people in the U.S. is diagnosed with some sort of developmental disability. And a few of the things that he created is one was the Marino Campus which prepares young adults with autism and other developmental uh, disabilities by helping them obtain necessary skills through a unique post-secondary opportunity, right? Because there's a lot of misconceptions about people who, who live um, with special needs and a lot of people actually can live and work in the real world. And so one of his, found, one of his programs actually prepares them, right? Like prepares them with the skills that they need so they can have that opportunity um, the Marino campus, which is almost like, you know, a little college campus, um, also does that so that you can actually feel what that means to go to a school, right? You, you go and you take courses. They're going to give you the tools that you need um, to kind of help you get that going. Then they launched EDUX, which is an online initiative because obviously not everyone can come to the brick and mortar. So then they also uh, created an online option that also supports um, young adults um, with uh, special needs to kind of obtain these abilities and also take courses and get the tools that they need to be able to go out there in the world. Um, for example, um, <clears throat> they teach them how to go on job interviews, right? Because that is a skill that even anyone needs, right? Like you need to learn what is a job interview, how to talk to your interviewer. So they also make sure um, that it's they support long-term challenges of population um, that with finding um, employment, and so that's some of the stuff that um, he does that the foundation does. Um, they also have a tech piece where they're teaching a lot of the students that go there STEM and STEAM, right? Like robotics and this amazing like advanced technological stuff, um, and so. A lot of amazing programs, but all right. So now I can kind of show the, the video because I just had to give you a little intro to what it is so you understood what you were watching. Um, okay, let me mute myself because I know that was the first rule. Thank you, Sydney, still for that. Sorry, my video cut off. Let me let me get it right back. Sorry about that, guys.
I had it and then it shut off. Okay, here I go. One more time. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> that right? is absolutely amazing. I mean, such a beautiful cause. Such a beautiful cause. And like you said, Delilah, I mean, people can be taught anything and they'll be able to be taught, you know, uh, uh, IT and they'll be able to taught, you know, to have people skills. They just have to be taught. And it, that's such a beautiful foundation because like you said, it touched home for him because he has a child. And, right. And, uh, yeah. Man, that was absolutely beautiful. What do you think about it, Sean? Uh, I love that. I love that. Um, January marks the my 12th year working actually with adults with mental disabilities. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for me, it's second nature. My uncle um, has, has a disability, so I've always lived with it. So seeing that video, you know... <laughs> You know, I don't want to become the crier, but, it, you know, it got I a little choked. I, I definitely, definitely got choked up, man. Um, yeah. But I, I think I think the biggest thing, the biggest um, stigma around people, those with adults, uh, adults with mental disabilities mm -hmm. is, is the fact that everybody puts so much time in the and, you know, we have to teach them how to get acclimated with society. But the thing that doesn't get taught is we need to us people that are. Of, you know, sound mind need to be taught how to deal and how to be patient and how to work with those who are in those type of situations because you, the, the automatic thought is, oh, they're mentally retarded or they have this, this, right. or that. When you know they just see it a little differently, it just takes them a little bit better. And sometimes I, I can enjoy being with them and the patience and the it just the way that they could figure it out, the ingenuity 
better than I could be with people that are saying, you know, on, on this, you know, on a normal level, as we call it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I've learned so much in working with adults with mental abilities. So the fact that he had this and in 1992, when it was still, uh, you know, still kind yeah. of taboo to Absolutely. be dealing with it. I, I think it's just, it's huge. That was beautiful. I love it. Thank you so much for bringing that on. Cause that, that, that got me. <laughs> and John, you hit it right on the head when you said that it, it, it's like, you know, they're, they're prepared. They learn and be prepared to, to be in this world. But we, as we, as other people, we need to understand that we need to accept them in this world just because you see somebody who has a disability or may not uh, uh, talk like you or act like you. That doesn't mean that they aren't they aren't a capable person. They aren't somebody who deserves the respect just like you. We have to be the ones to accept and and, and acknowledge that Absolutely. they can do, that we can do as well. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, I wanted to say that my this touches me because I have a brother that was born with a developmental disability. And unfortunately, he's not at the capacity where he can learn a life skill, but that's fine because he's much loved, trust me, and taken care of. His healthcare workers, we love them. We always take care of them too when we visit because um anyway. But what I what I like about organizations like this is because obviously they're teaming with educators, right? They're teaming with businesses and companies in order to build that road. And that that adds to exactly what Sean is saying, which means that that means that they're also educating these companies like, hey, they're taking these job skills like when they come on, like this is what you need to understand, right? Like, you know what I mean? So I I, I love how copacetic it is because obviously industry leaders that are beginning to to be participating in these programs to hire a lot of these graduates, right? So that they can also feel because basically everybody everybody wants to feel useful. So it's not even about the fact about like the job skills are great, but to feel useful, to be in an office, to be around people, to to job. Yeah, to feel accepted. And you know how we joke around with our coworkers, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, look at the smiles on their faces, right? Because they feel like, here I am doing something and my, my coworker is talking to me. You know, they're appreciating what I'm doing. I mean, it's just, it's nothing but love. Go ahead, Kate. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Um, no, I actually worked with a lady when I worked in clothing retail for 10 years. She had two highly functioning autistic mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool is like they let me see through their eyes that they they can do anything they put their minds to. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And what was really cool is one that one of the boy her son um worked at Chili's and rolled the silverware for Chili's for mm-hmm. and then once they saw his potential and how well he did that, they just kept moving him up and up. To where he became like a host and sat. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's great. Just got to talk to them and everybody loved him. Everybody yeah. loved Kyle. And they were and they were like, Oh, Kyle's not working today. And, oh, and, yeah. Rachel, yep, yep. <laughs> and Rachel, her daughter, she um was also highly functioning. And she came in and helped us at the store a lot. And she wanted to always dress the mannequins, so some days we let her come in and help dress them, and she did a beautiful job, and she was very capable. She ended up working at a bakery because she likes to bake, so she went to work for a bakery in one of the hometown, one of our hometown bakeries, and is doing fabulous there. They actually love having her there, and just because you're born with something that 
others would think would be a crutch, it can be one of the best things ever because they both have taught me a lot, like patience. They've taught me how to just breathe. Like Rachel would be like, Kate, why are you so stressed? This is so much fun. <laughs> you know, she she taught me a lot. She me to smile and laugh and be wholehearted. <laughs> Kyle taught me to to joke around more. So these two young two young um, adults, they're now in their twenties, um, have been a world were a very big bright spot to me, and it it was pretty cool to just see life through their eyes. So give everyone a chance, give everyone yes. a chance to do mm -hmm. something in this world and be part of society, Yes. no matter what is going on in their life. I mean, yep. and Absolutely. no matter what their, you think their disability is, they can be a very big part of our society right. and be bright. Absolutely. Spots. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They they matter. They're not like how society deems them as like unnecessary. Like right. stop it. Absolutely. So I love it. All right. Ash, did you say anything? Ash. <laughs> Ash, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Um, I, I love this cause. I love anyone that's willing to work with special needs. I worked with um, developmentally disabled people. I managed group homes for, oh my gosh, like six, seven years. And then my brother has autism. He's super low functioning, very high behavioral. And even mm -hmm. just looking at him, you might think, oh, well, he's not going to be able to do anything because he has all these, a plethora of things that are disabling him essentially from being able to do things but he like can do a lot when i worked in the group homes all of our clients were pretty low functioning we didn't have a lot of high functioning and even the staff sometimes would like go to load the dishwasher for them i'm like no 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 he is able like yeah yeah exactly think oh they can't do anything exactly. they're not gonna be special to society they're not and it's like no these people are just as able as us and they have feelings just like we do so I think exactly it's great to get them out in the community integrated in the community I know in the classroom we do our best to yes we do do like the least restrictive environment I think the same thing needs to be happening for these adults to get them out in the environment and to get them integrated with everybody else one so they can learn life skills and be productive but also like Sean said like so the public can get used to seeing these people and have a higher respect for them because right mm -hmm. now the respect is just not there from a lot of people mm -hmm. people want quick fast whatever and it's like no you need to slow down and realize these people can actually be super beneficial and like Kate said can teach you a lot I learned so much for working with these people and they didn't even know they were helping me in ways mm -hmm. they were so I love yeah. it what do you think what do you think host Janae <laughs> I think it is absolutely an amazing uh, uh cause I actually um I've known Sean forever and I've known what he's done forever and he's just absolutely amazing um the people that he has worked with and work with, they they feel like Sean is like their their brother, their mm -hmm. their, their mm -hmm. best friend. I've seen the 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 just the bond that he's grown with 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 it's it's it, it's work, but for Sean, it's not work. It's like they really mm -hmm. are family. Yeah. They really yep. are family to me. Yep. And I really value that, and I value the people that take the time to work with 
people who may not have all the abilities that we do, but they, but they, they're willing to stick it out and work with people because they know that they have potential. They see that these people are, are just like us. We are all, we are all human. We are all a beautiful body. God created us beautiful, every single person. So yeah. because you Amen. have, does not mean that you, uh, you're different than anybody else. Right. You are just as special as me, as anybody else. I mean, shoot, we all have our own things. But <laughs> right. Today, everybody is, is special. So I really, it's home. I love it. My wife worked with children that are mentally uh, disabled. Uh, my aunt, she did. She just retired from, from doing what Sean does, working with adults. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I just really value the people that take time to really uh, reach out and, and give back and just show love. Yo, and, and I mean, while while we're on here, I definitely want to, this past June, um, one of the guys that I'd actually been working with for nine years passed away. His name is uh, Michael Cullerton. He's a big, big Aww. Golden Girls fan. So Aww, you know, thank you for being a friend. And I mean, if you, if you don't mind, Janae, I'm going to, I have, I have a quick little thing. Um, he's I'm on here. All right, Mike. Uh, I'll cry. <laughs> God, you guys are going to make me cry every yeah, episode. I'm an emotional uh, person, you guys. Man, rest in peace. That's so warm. I love it. Oh, oh. Absolutely. Oh. <sighs> All right. <laughs> that was heavy. <laughs> Yeah, oh, to move on. Is that who your Facebook picture is, Sean? Yeah, that's my Facebook picture. Uh, oh man, yeah. nobody understands hey, hey, it. Hold, hold it together, because I if if the waterworks start for me, it's not stopping. So I got. <laughs> man, but people are definitely showing love to Michael. Man, that that's uh, oh man, such a <laughs> yeah. my other boyfriend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we have to have so much fun with you, and I know living through those moments with you is really what matters because you celebrate people while they're here, and uh, you did all that you can do. And as his brother, as his friend, you know you worked with or worked for him basically. But we know that you guys were super close, and uh, man, that was. That was beautiful. Yeah, you know, hey, hey, real quick, one quick story. That I told him uh, for a while. You know, I was working with him for a while, and I kept on. You know, I had a fiance, I had a fiance, and so one day he said, "You know, I, you know, I want to meet your fiance. I want to meet your fiance." And I said, "Well, you know, she's busy today, but I can show you a picture." He said, "Okay, that's cool." So I showed him a picture, and he looked <laughs> at me, and he looked at the picture, and I said, "I said, what's wrong, Mike?" He said, "She's white." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> He said, yeah, I thought she was going to be colored. I said, Mike, you can't say that. <laughs> but we had a laugh about it. And the funny thing is, there was times when I would sit there and I'd just be right. stressed. And he can read it on my face. And then it'd be like, what's wrong, buddy? And I'd be like, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm just stressed out, this and this. And then I walked upstairs and I heard something. And he would be like, wow, like that. And I'm like, Mike, what's wrong? And he said, you're sad. So I'm sad. Aww. 
This oh. smile is priceless. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Brighten up a room, man. Brighten up a room. That was absolutely mind. beautiful, man. That was just super touching. Man, check out the Dan Marino Foundation. Please take a look at it. If you guys enjoyed it, we oh, we know we enjoyed it. We, we know you guys will too. Check it out. If you would like to donate, I'm pretty sure there's something on there that you'll be able to donate. But what a wonderful cause that we got to do this week, guys. That was awesome. Tune in next week because we'll have another foundation for you to learn about and another women in the NFL. So we have to move on. This is a hot topic right here. Mm. All right, official head coach and GM moves, which there are a lot of, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of are being uh, made. I'll go ahead and start with one. Uh, We did hear that Sean Payton is officially stepped away Mm -hmm. from the The New Orleans Saints have not only in the last two years lost Anthony Davis uh, as a Pelican, now they have lost another great in their organization. They have lost Sean Payton, which is crazy, guys, because he still has some years on his contract. What do you guys think is up with that? He wants to come to Dallas. (laughs) <laughs> they actually Jerry Jones needs to contact him. Hey, to him. Apparently, stop, it was already blasphemy. It was already <laughs> yacht. Let's go. Back in 2019, <laughs> this thing went to. He went to the Lakers. They weren't willing to lose both big people. So they took back the deal. They literally there was a deal on the table between Dallas and 2019. So. Maybe, but like I said, there is some years on the contract. Delilah, what do you think about that? I mean, if, if he goes somewhere, somebody's going to have to give up a pretty penny. I don't know. I feel like he's going to take the season off. Uh, I just, I'm not saying he won't come back to coaching or, or something else, but I don't know. I feel like he'll take that, that season off. And, um, and people, uh, and because especially like if, they're not going to want to pay his, like his contract. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I just, I feel like no one wants to like double dip. Obviously it's not going to keep people from reaching out to him. Cause people were reaching out to Jim Caldwell and he's been retired for how many years now? Yeah. So, yeah. so like, you know, so it's going to happen. They're going to reach out to him, but I feel like he'll take it maybe not a year, but I feel like for the next few months, you probably are not going to hear what he'll be doing. Right. What he actually decides to officially, whether it's just straight up retire or maybe he'll bounce back in some capacity. But I think for right now, he's just going to be like taking whatever time he needs to really decide what he wants to do. (laughs) (laughs) They're going in on this, the the chat here. They're going in. I can't even keep. God help me. (laughs) God help me. (laughs) Yes, David. You need to go get him. I'll give him everything. Can I just say, Rachel? Yes, Katie, what you got to say? Sean did say he plans on taking 2023. Two off of the season, right? See, yeah, that's what I thought. So, <laughs> as much as y'all want Mr. Payton, Mr. Payton, I think wants just some time off. Oh, look at you, shot. Do you think he should be the Redskins <laughs> head coach? Look, we're fine want- with Rivera, I just don't want him going to Dallas. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 here we go. No. No. If you not this year, background. Not going to eat. Let him take his time off. Okay, let him take his time off. Let him. You know, we have other news around the NFL. You know, other news. Delilah, what do you got for this week? Some head coaching move, GM moves. What you got? Uh, well, my, my, my team finally, for the first time in its history, hired a black GM. So, you know, that's a step in the right direction. We've never, you know. <laughs> 
So, and I, and he's qualified. So it's not like he didn't come from nothing. You know, I always like, hate, cause I always sounds like, oh, it's just a diversity hire. Oh, I hate that term by the way. Mm-hmm. But, um, he earned that, right. He spent years with KC and yes. like worked his way up from different positions, scouting personnel, right. Worked his way up. And so he earned a spot. And so, you know, um, just hired. I at least understand how development works. So I'm not expecting anything like crazy to happen right away. Like that, that's impossible. Like I, I some, some sports fans drive me crazy. So it's going to take, you know, some trial and error guys. So just give him a chance. He hasn't even started. Um, like, you know, really, uh, he's just been hired two days ago. And I know people are questioning why we hired, you know, a defensive coordinator, as a head coach because of Justin and it's almost like people forget there's other defensive coordinators that have been giving, have been given chances as head coach and have been successful. Tomlin is one that comes to mind. People yeah. forget way back in his heyday before he was given that position, he was defensive coordinator. Right. And so I feel like. Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, he did really yeah. well with Atlanta. At yeah. one so all I'm saying is I'm going to wait and see, I'm not going to be like, Oh my God. Like, I'm going to wait to see who he hires around him. The fact is that the condition of Ryan Poe's coming is that he's going to make the final say in the head coach and a lot of the coaching positions because he wasn't going to come in here as just a figurehead. It wasn't going to be that yeah. kind of stuff anymore. And so that this is who he chose. This is the guy. I don't know what Eberfluss said in that interview, but obviously he impressed him in some way. Because the next day we know it's like, and he interviewed, he re-interviewed a lot of the other coaches that had come in already. And this is the guy he went with. So I I don't know what he saw, but obviously he saw something I can't see. I I don't, you know, and so I'm waiting to see who they build around offensively or, you know, who they pick as offensive coordinator and a quarterback's coach, right? Um, Who's going to take care of that O-line, things like that. Before we even go to to players, we first need an actual coaching staff. Like one thing at a time, everybody, one thing at a time. The other big news, of course, obviously, is that the OC of Green Bay, Nathaniel, is now going to be with the Broncos as the head coach. And so obviously that that brings more of the rumors of maybe, you know, Aaron Rodgers following him, like, right? Um, I'm not, I'm not saying it'll happen, but they're saying, wouldn't that be more enticing to go right? to be a Bronco, the Broncos QB if it's the offensive coordinator that has led you to win, like, multiple division championships, mm-hmm. right? And so, so, you know, so a lot of people kind of see – see that happening more than before like you know i i you know now that's that's the rumor too so not only did Bron- you know did the broncos hire a new head coach now they're wondering if that means aaron will actually leave and follow him to broncos but anyway yeah. that's a few things anybody else chime in sorry it happened <laughs> hey, anybody else got anything that's that's happened as far as coaching moves i just am paying attention to like because right now, two of my def- my defensive coordinator and my mm-hmm. offensive coordinator are being highly touted, Bowles and Leftwich, which right now it seems like there's been a stall at Jacksonville with Leftwich, but I have a feeling that they're going to try to get it done. There's been a lot of rumors that the personnel he wants to come in or might happen there, but I think he'd be a great coach to develop Trevor Lawrence, mm-hmm. quite frankly. He's got a very good offensive mind. He and Tom Brady have worked well together, and he's actually opened up 
Tom Brady's like perspective on certain offensive moves. And so we'll see, but I think he, both of those two coaches are definitely worthy of head coaching. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked we haven't heard more about Brian Flores after he left. He got fired yeah. from Miami. Yeah. I was really hoping that the Bears would take him because they also said he'd be the best fit there. But they are talking very highly that the best team for the fit for Rodgers would be the Broncos. And I can see him out there. I mean, he is kind of a grizzly mountain man. It could work. It could work. But um, those are some of the things that I've been like paying attention to and finding out. Hopefully in Chicago that um, he'll be a better defensive coordinating coach than Matt Patricia was for the Lions because mm. we all saw how that experience mm-hmm. worked out. Just because you came from the Patriots doesn't mean you're ready to be a head coach. Right. Mm. But anyway. Yeah, um, no, I mean. Mm -hmm. Very true. I know what people are saying about like Aaron. I'm not. I'm not saying I said he's leaving to go to Broncos. Yeah. I'm just no. I'm you, talking about what I've been uh, watching. What the, right. Exactly. I've seen the same stuff you have. But yeah. no, I see. Is that David is sitting here making a good point? Right. He's gonna go and compete with Mahomes now. Like, I get what they're saying, but also I see why people are saying he'd follow his OC. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, can, can I'm excited just... that Dan Quinn is not leaving. Woo, there you go. Or, or Mike McCarthy. That was. <laughs> oh, why did I invite him? Why did I invite him? I'm actually okay with it only because I feel like one more year, three times a charm. And then one more I- year McCarthy, so then Sean Payton can come in and fix all our problems. And McCarthy's got it. Yeah, we need one wow. more year. Like Ash is predicting, we need one more year because Lila just said Sean Payton's going to take a year off. Yeah, so we're, so we're being patient. <laughs> Don't worry about our coaching stuff, Sean. Yeah. You the coaching. Uh, this yeah. is my turn. Oh! This is my show. Well, I think the 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 big one is left is left with Byron is being courted by two teams. Everybody yeah. thought Jaguars were was a good was a done deal, and then the Saints were like, "Nope, wait a minute." And so the Saints are interviewing Byron Leftwich. So. You know, will he be with the Jaguars or are the Saints going to give him a better offer? Let's see. That should be very interesting. <laughs> That's a good coach, That's guys. Very interesting. Good wherever he went. So, yeah. I guess we'll see. So, interesting stuff mm-hmm. is happening. All these like mm-hmm. movie pieces. <laughs> Absolutely. Tune in because next week we'll be talking about some, it's got to be some some things in the mist, guys. I feel like. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I feel like this week is going to be a, big week, be a big week. So please tune in next week because we'll be talking about what's going down. But we got to get on to the special topic because we need you guys to participate as well. The playoff championship predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you guys know that this week is the week because if you lose, you'll feel so salty that you got this close to getting the game. So we got some interesting, interesting. Uh oh! Oh no, she froze. Well, we gotta get onto it. And we're so glad that we have our special guy on here with us today. Some <laughs> bold predictions as well, and we want you guys to actually put your predictions in the comments. 
All right, so we got to start with the AFC. The AFC is coming down to a huge battle between two huge quarterbacks that think that they can get the job done for their team. We have the Cincinnati Bengals who have tried and pushed their way through, who knew they would be here, but Sean, Sean is the only one. And Chiefs, we have the Chiefs. The Chiefs are playing the Bengals, ladies and gentlemen, so we got to get it out the way. Kate. Who do you think is going to win that game? Um, as much as I want Joey B and the Bengals, the Chiefs looked dynamite last week against your massive piece of magic. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes was playing with such poison, with such ease, and with Tyree Kill and Kelsey and the defense and how they just came at it. And wanted that win. I. It would be a miracle to see Joey B and the Bengals win, but I am going to go. You know me. I kind of go off the cuff sometimes and say I I picked the Chiefs to win when y'all picked the Bills, so I'm going Chiefs. All right, we got one for the Chiefs. All right, the Sean Spencer. Who are you going with for this dynamic game? Well, well, since uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers is out, I think we can take that title of the bad man, take it away from him, and I'm giving it to this young upstart. Watching you guys, you guys have sold me on Mr. Joey B. <laughs> Yo, he's done it once before, beating the Chiefs 34 to 31 in the regular season. I'm picking, I'm picking the Bengals, baby. First time they're getting back to the Super Bowl since oh! 1988. Cincinnati. Oh, do you hear the history of how long it's taken to get here? And I do believe, because Delilah was spitting some facts, that uh, this game, if the last time they did this, they actually won, right? Mm-hmm. Last time they yeah. last time they got this yeah. far, they won it, and then they went to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 23. We'll see. Right. So we will see. All right, Delilah, who you got? So, like, I, I want the Bengals to win. So if I want to be wrong. I'm picking the Chiefs, but I want to be wrong. Just putting that out there. I like, Only, I like that. I, I'm going with the Chiefs. I want, to be wrong. I want them to prove me wrong, but I'm still I'm going with the Chiefs just because of the, the Bengals O line. If something, if a miracle happened in the last week where they figured out where to place guys, I don't know. Like if something happened where they move pieces around and they've been practicing with a better O line. I'm gonna have to see it, but that's the re- that's to me is why the Bengals won't move on. It's that O line, because unlike the, their last opponent, any sacks or tor- turnovers from sacks, right, getting the ball back, Mahomes is gonna turn that into points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like that's you know, and that's gonna be the the crooks for me. So I'm going with Chiefs. Um, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout, you know. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. saying Chiefs, Chiefs by a touchdown. Ooh, okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's getting very interesting. We got a two to one, Ash. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Ash? I'm gonna go off basically what Delilah said. I'm going Chiefs, but I really want I don't know. I like the bang I don't even know if I want the Bengals to win. I really like the Bengals. They're young, they're fun, they're good. Um, I think it's gonna be a better Super Bowl game if the Chiefs make it. Hmm. Is kind of my thought process here. I I don't know. We'll see the Bengals again. I just think that the Chiefs are well a more well-rounded team, and I think they'll be more fun to watch in the Super Bowl than the Bengals will just because that O-line is so, so bad, and you're not going to go against 
of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, glorified Carson right. Wentz as Sean right. likes to call him. Yes. <laughs> good analysis. Yeah. I'm going to love it. I love it. This is good, ladies and gentlemen. This is good because uh I may have to just ride with my boy Sean on this. Say another team, they're like, uh, the Chiefs, but I really want Cincinnati because everybody really wants Cincinnati to win. I really think that Cincinnati will do great this game. I'm rolling with Kate and Delilah, uh, Kate and uh, Sean on the uh, well, Kate, Kate, you said uh, the Chiefs, no, yeah, she, she went with Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. so I want to go with the underdogs. This is usually what Kate does, she goes with the underdog, and I'm thinking that the Bengals could do it. I'm telling you, I really think that they could do it. So I'm going for the Bengals, ladies and gentlemen. We saw some guarantees up in here, I saw some cheap <laughs> guarantee. Oh, <laughs> Rams 10. Okay. <laughs> Rams going to win by 10 points. Gee. Oh, man. Y'all making some crazy. <laughs> I'm really hoping for the Rams. I'm nervous, though. Hey, we're starting talking about the other game. Oh, since when the ladies start doing this, that make me crazy. Wow. 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 Okay. We see how you're coming for us, but it's okay. Got to move over to the NFC side. And gentlemen, this NFC side is going to be pretty intense. Okay. I'm actually really excited because these two teams, they fought. They fought. They fought. But they're there. Who are you guys going for for this Rams game? It's going to be very, <laughs> very interesting. I'm excited to see who you, who you guys would pick because I really don't know, like, where you guys are going. I, I – Delilah, I guess I'll start with you. Rams. I'm going to go with Rams. I'm not even going to like hesitate with that one. Now, I'm not saying that San Francisco ain't going to bring the heat because they did keep Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs, and that's a damn big deal. Yes. You know, like that's, you know, uh, so that's huge, the fact that they were able to make that stop. But I just think that, uh, you know, I don't hate Jimmy G, but Maddie's obviously the better quarterback. That's yeah. all I'm trying to say. And I know that, you know, now that the Rams, like, defense is healthy, you know, so, uh, you know, it's going to – Aaron Darnold is going to go after, you know, Jimmy G as much as possible. Like, they're – like, remember how they were stuffing Tom Brady? But Tom Brady is, is a different – is a, you know, different type of guy. He just kind of gets back up. I don't know if Jimmy G's going to be able to get up from those hits, you know, when three or four guys are going at you at the same time and stuffing you to the ground. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and, and, and stripping the football – like, you know, I just, you know, it's going to be a hard-fought game, but I'm going with the Rams. Aaron Donald and Von Miller coming hungry. Oh, yeah. Von Miller, yeah. They're they're going to eat. They're going to they're gonna get. I like that. that. I like so that. I, I'm going to go with Rams by a field goal, though. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Ooh, close game. Close game. Ooh, Ash, who are you thinking about this game? There is a team that I'm a little salty about that that, that that's in, the, in this game, but, you know, I, I know you understand that. 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's ruining it. He's ruining it. He's ruining the whole show. Like this is I think it's great. No, it's not. Someone's it's gonna really keep not. you cowboys fans humble. Right. Like that's the Rams. I'm going Rams. Yes, we got two for the Rams. All right. Two people. Kate, what you doing? What do you think you're going for this one? I like 
gold and red. I like the 49ers. Oh! I like that he threw that interception earlier in the season to a Michigan man named Ambry Thomas. <laughs> I mean, all sassy, aren't I? <laughs> in all reality, I'm going for the 49ers. All right, that's cool. I mean, Kittle's going to be back. We're going to have... Debo's those little hobble offs in the last game, they're fine. Yes. Everyone's gonna be playing. I'm sorry. I never got on the Matt Stafford train when he was in Detroit. I'm not on it now. Okay, gotta be oh, honest. Really. <laughs> uh, I, I want the 49ers. All right. That's two for the Rams and one for the 49ers. Sean, will you break? Are you going to make this a tie or are you making it a three to one? What's going on? Look, I, I will say this. San Francisco's won twice and actually uh, I think they won like five out of the six meetings or six out of the seven last seven meetings. So they technically might have their number. Um, but look, when Jimmy G is healthy, Jimmy G is legit. I mean, the last time, you know, two, let's, let's not forget two years ago, they were in the Super Bowl after beating Aaron Rodgers. Jimmy yes. G can, you know, they can do it, but uh, a special a special person in my heart, Miss Catherine Hughes, one Woo! year ago predicted, once we heard about the trade from the Lions to the Rams, she predicted yes. that her boy would be in the Super Bowl. I, I, I'm standing by you, Cat. Rams in the Super Bowl. It's going to be close. But I think they're going to get over the hump. It's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Um, so I got Rams. Whoa! I was a little nervous, Sean. I was like, wait, wait, wait. You know who you got to go home to. You better know, right? pick the right team. You better pick the right team. I might hey, be sleeping bro. in the bed tonight. <laughs> All I have to say is that these two teams have definitely fought hard to get to where they are right now. And I'm excited. I did not think that San Francisco would even get this far. But as we said, when they even made it into the playoffs, there was a team that nobody wanted to play because you just never know what they're going to bring that day. Um, I'm actually going to go San Francisco, guys. I want to get the underdogs, man. I want teams that nobody would have fought to even get back. I just, I, I don't. I just want. I want it to be very interesting. Um, I think that. Uh, but I did know David. He said the, uh, during our Let's Talk Football show on Monday that it would be a slow game of San Francisco won for the Super Bowl. But I still think it would be a very interesting game if the Bengals and San Francisco got to get in. I mean, nobody week one picked these two teams no. to be where they are. No. No. That's what I'm saying. I mean, at least people had a thought about the Rams. People had a guarantee about the Chiefs. Let's, yeah, uh, but these other two teams that have fought their way in are really working hard to sustain. sustain. So I'm thinking I'm going for San Francisco. Just I wouldn't even have picked them like halfway through the season to make it this far. Thank so. you. Thank hey, you. Look, hey, look, let's remember hey, the, the, Rams, the, look, the Rams had a shot to um, knock the 49ers out of the playoffs in the last game of the year, and the 49ers oh. beat them. They were up 17 nothing at the half. So mm -hmm. Boom! One more shot, Matt. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. And that will be a very interesting game. But you guys know that we have to get on to this very special segment that we do on this show. Who was hot this week in the NFL? And we had some dynamic, hot players that showed off, were able to help their team out. Uh, let's get into it. Delilah, who do you have for your hot player of the week? So my hot player of the week is Gabriel Davis. I've been like, I've been talking about him for a while. I know the Bills didn't move on, but it doesn't matter. Like that kid, 
had four touchdowns that game out of eight receptions. Those four touchdowns were the winning, the, were the passing touchdowns from Josh Allen. He had 201 yards. Yes. He's the rookie. He's a rookie, and they gave him a shot in this game because their veteran wide receiver was nowhere to be found this game. <laughs> and, uh, and the kid stepped up, man, yes. stepped, stepped up huge. Yes. He stepped up big. And in that wild card game, by the way, he had a touchdown that wild card game went too. He had two receptions that game with a touchdown. Yes. Yep. And so, like, the kid is, like, legit. Like, I bet you Josh Allen is happy that they drafted this kid. Like, Man, Gabriel Davis, seriously, like it was crazy. Like I was, like I know I'm, I'm not hating on Tyreek Hill. Never, I would never take his flowers. But I'm just saying, like this kid is young. He's in that, you know. what I'm saying, like he's hungry. He's proving that he might be in that starting. You know, he might get that sec, that number two spot. I don't see why he wouldn't. You know, what I'm saying, like, Absolutely. you know. So you know, kudos to Gabriel Davis. Sorry, you know, you guys got sent home, but you got a bright future, kid. So mm -hmm. <laughs> congratulations. Got a bright future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that was a good first one. Ash, like what do you got for <laughs> your hot player of the week? All right. I'm going to an underrated position at kicker. And I'm going Evan McPherson from the Bengals. This is why you draft a kicker. This guy is amazing. <laughs> I love this kid. I've been watching so many interviews on him too lately, and he is just so fun. I love him. So he hasn't missed a field goal attempt since December 5th. Ooh. He's made plus four field goals in his last three or four games. So I'm trying to think. So he's, yeah, out of three, he's won. Out of four games, he's won three of them. Um, okay. This last week, he drilled – um, three kicks from 45 yards or more. So he's out there killing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Killing and then he, um, I've watched interviews on him and he's just so calm, so confident and to be so young and just have that like chill confidence already. Like, that's amazing. That's like, I feel like most kickers want to achieve that like throughout their career, but he's already got that like mentality. Um, his jersey sold out indefinitely too. So he's just everyone's loving him right now. Um, I like how he he was doing his little warm-up kicks right at the end of the game. And he's like, when they had the opportunity to kick the field goal, he's like, Well, looks like we're going to the championship. And I'm like, this guy's just <laughs> sweet. Like, and he said too, he's like, How do you say that? Act all like, uh, I guess we're going, and then get out on the field and not do it. He's like, I had no choice but to do it. Right. So right. you are right. Yeah. So I love him. That's my and kickers are so underrated. Like the kicker True. makes or breaks you sometimes. And as a Cowboys fan, <laughs> I would love a good kicker like McPherson on my team. Hey, I don't listen. I, I'm, yes, I'm with brothers. you. I'm waiting. Let's go. I'm with you, man. I I think. Uh, a lot of us actually understand, like we've talked about it, that special teams, like they came through, man. They they won the game three out of the four. Like right, like that. Uh, they came out to the kicker, all right? And so and we saw that the reason Green Bay got sent home is because their kicker, you know, had two blocked field goals, and one of them yeah. was run back for a touchdown. So, and yeah, uh, Sydney, you're right. This is his year two. Thank you. Sorry, he's not a rookie. This is year two. One more thing about uh, him that I thought was funny. He was doing an interview, and he saw Venateri's record is 14 field goals in a single postseason, and he has eight now. And he's like, I think that's a really cool record to break. <laughs> And he was, Pat McAfee was actually interviewing him, who's also a kicker. So it was a fun little interview. And he's like, 
That's a lot more to go. He's like, well, I got two games left. So he is like confident. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. McPherson. Kickers are very important. They determine their game. I mean, if you don't invest in a good kicker, yeesh. Yeah. I'm sorry, David. Who you got going? Yes. Who is your hot player of the week? I'm going with the guy that has the two most annoying family members in the whole NFL. <laughs> I'm going with little baby goat, as I've always referred to him. Sean knows this. <laughs> I'm going with Mr. Patrick Mahomes. He threw through 378 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. His passer rating last game was 123.1. He just had a great game, played with lots of poise. He didn't care. He was that he was going against the massive piece of magic and the bills and how hyped that was all made out to be. But I thought it was super classy at the end of the game. Here, here, here his team was celebrating and he just paused, stopped, turned around, ran, dropped his helmet to find Josh Allen mm-hmm. and have a very special moment with him during yeah. halfway during the end of the game and there. And, like, that really shows to me that even though he's got this annoying fiancé and this annoying brother, <laughs> that he still is – he's not them. And he's class, and he's got such a good future Damn. ahead of him. Damn. I mean, look at with Roethlisberger retiring and possibly my man retiring – there's a real true changing of the guard at quarterback right now in the NFL. Yeah. All these young bucks are coming up and taking over the Finally. Woo. I know. Yeah. Anae's been talking for that forever. She's like, look, I've been hoping for years yeah, that so, weaning out the older ones. I love them, but it's time. It's just right. like basketball. It's time for a new grade. It's time. <laughs> so anyway, um, I picked him because – I mean, Sean knows this too because yeah. he knows how I follow players. Mm-hmm. I follow, yeah. I'm more of a players versus team kind yeah, of Yeah, for, sure, for sure. And I have had a lot of respect for Mahomes. Look how many times he's made it to the AFC Championship and mm-hmm. Super Bowls and That's everything weird. else. And so, you know, I wouldn't be mad if this guy won the Super Bowl this year. I really wouldn't. I, like I really respect him. Okay. He does a lot for his community too. His brother really does. Absolutely. Absolutely. A lot. A Mm -hmm. lot. All right, Sean. What you got to say? Who are you going for for a hot player this week? Honestly, I think I'm going to shock you. Katie, this is for you. Uh, We all do want to tout these young guys, the Burroughs, the Herberts, the Mahomes, and everything. But when you're in the midst of greatness, I think it needs to be appreciated. Tom was down 27 to three in the middle of the third quarter against a team that is no slouch in the, in the Rams and a team that most of us are picking to go to the Super Bowl, if not win the Super Bowl. Tom calmly brought them guys back, had like 150 yards in the fourth quarter and had every Rams fan (laughs) or everyone that picked the Rams sweating profusely. (laughs) You know, I, I got, I got to shout him out. And Katie, I got to shout you out because you got tough shoulders because I think you take a lot of that that heat that comes from him. It goes through you, you know. But he look, this man is greatness. I, I, I love my guy Joe Montana. And, and for me to say somebody is better than Joe Montana, 
<laughs> it's not something that's gonna happen. But Tom, Tom, his accomplishments are—you can't be mistaken. This guy is great. If we are privileged to see him one more year, that would be amazing. I don't want him to win it, but I'm saying if we can see him for one more year, it is something we are truly living through greatness right now. So, Tom Brady, man, shout out to you. Um, now you got uh, me yeah. all emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever say anything nice for you, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I've not covered him all season because I know what I get from the people talking about him. So (laughs) thank you. You 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 cover who you want, Katie. Whatever. Like (laughs) the haters. Yeah, yes. Look, that was some great hot picks, ladies and gentlemen. But I kind of tricked the ladies before the show because I told them I was going to pick another hot player of the week. But I had to go ahead and make this one a surprise because mine of the week will be none other than the master piece of magic. Man, I'm gonna get his picture and then I'm gonna put massive masterpiece of magic right over that. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, Anthony created a t-shirt for you. He did not win the game. He did not win the game. But I believe one thing that he did, ladies and gentlemen, he showed the world that he is a legit quarterback that can hang with the big dogs, and it may come down to an overtime where you don't even get a chance to touch the ball. But you showed the world that you can keep up with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. A Patrick Mahomes that when he's hot, it's mm-hmm. like there's no there's no turning it down. There's no putting water on it. And you were able to at least keep up with him. When the world didn't think that you guys would be able to keep up. So I'm excited. Josh Allen did his thing. Man, uh, 145 passer rating, ladies and gentlemen, QBR. He, uh, he, he's, he's just an absolute beast. And I love him. Four touchdowns. Uh, what a way to go out. I know I was sad, Sean. Don't take it up. <laughs> I'm a believer. I told you I'm a believer. <laughs> Out of all the games that this season, that will go down as a remembered game of the season because that had people up all night and wanted to stay up to see who was going to actually win that game. You never knew within the last two minutes of the game there were four touchdowns made, ladies and gentlemen. So that was that went down in history. I I, I freaking loved it. I love Josh Allen. <laughs> I loved our video chat and you hopping in every to be like, Whoa, and then like so the chat up and you're like, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. I get yeah, a piece of magic, baby. Makes oh me- yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man. Oh man, we got massive piece of magic in disguise. Uh, Double so crazy. A lookout. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. But ladies and gentlemen, we got to get on to our, one of our, our final segment of the show. Uh, it's a special segment where we, you know, we get to just uh, just talk. And we really are excited because uh, it's called the ladies have the final say, which is always beautiful when the ladies get to have their own final say. Mm. But today... <laughs> We have a man on the show. It's just weird that we actually have one right here in the middle of us that I just (laughs) exuding on the screen. We have this wonderful gentleman right here. Um, Let's do something, ladies. Let's do something a little different this show. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. Um, If everybody can kindly put their uh, 
Mike's on mute for a second. The shout out king. Yeah, buddy. Hey, Sean. The race is not given to the swift. Hey, Sean. I know uh, you and I have actually had this conversation a couple times this year. Hey, Sean, Delilah here. I just want to give you a shout of appreciation for bringing me into the LTF fold and family. I never would have thought a million years to do a football podcast. Hey, Sean. How you doing, buddy? It's me, Nick. It's your boy. I want the smoke. Give me the smoke. What's going on, Sean? Nathan here. So, Sean, I am not sure how I'm going to get the amount of words and the amount of praise that you deserve into a short period of time. Sean Spencer, how we doing, man? Oh, what's up, my guy? Hi, this is Catherine Hughes, one half of that dynamic duel of Let's Talk Football! Okay, all right, couldn't help it. I just want to first start out by saying that I never knew in my life I could respect and appreciate a Washington football fan. I appreciate you letting me, my wife, join the family. This season has truly been one of the most enjoyable ones yet. I appreciate all the hard work you put in. Not because the Cowboys lost in the first round of the playoffs. Just want to give you some love. You're the leader of this group. This fantastic, ridiculous, dysfunctional, but so functional family that we have here, man. Thank you for taking a chance on me. It's been so exciting to do the round table with you. No, um, seriously, man, I wanted to take a minute just to really speak from my heart. Uh, man, just to let you know how much you've meant to me over this last uh, year and a half. Nick, and then our co-hosts that come in every once in a while, Anthony and Nathan. You know, thank you for giving me the confidence and um, giving me, motivating me to continue to pa my passion of becoming a sports journalist. And you gave me something to, to stir up that passion again. And you, you really gave me something to do, man, outside of just going to work and dealing with COVID. Hey, man, I appreciate you, bro. Without you, I really don't know where I, the channel would be. It, it It's all because of, you know, the little motivational talks and advice and, you know, mentoring me. Oh, no. I mean, I've lost track of how many shows the man runs at this point. But I'm here to say I think the absolute world of you. And all of a sudden, one day on Facebook, I see him and Janae chopping it up over uh, over uh, a Cowboys-Washington game. And, uh, and I was hooked, man. I got in there, started listening to him. And I will be indebted to you for letting Janae, Ash, and Delilah and I to have this Let's Talk Football ladies show. 
at times, man, has truly been therapeutic this past year. Um, I'm sure I know my wife is glad she doesn't have to hear me think. Um, we get a chance to chat every week has, has been unbelievable, um, as has been seeing you grow this. We would not be as successful as we are without you. We would not even be a thing without you. Uh, bringing this whole family together, I appreciate all the hard work you put in nonstop. Um, seeing you with your, your passions and getting involved um, has been amazing. Now I have a wonderful show with these wonderful ladies and Janae, Kate, and Ash. So many incredible people in the group chat. I love you guys. You got a friend for life, bro. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, you ever need anything? You cat ever needs anything? Man, you guys, please, if I can help in any way, you let me know, man. I just want to take this opportunity to say I appreciate you and uh, giving me the opportunity to be a part of a great community that loves sports. To put it into a song that would be most eloquently and perfect for you, it would be Tina Turner's Simply the Best. Because you are the best. And that you've become more than just a friend, you've become my family. And, you know, iron sharpening iron. So um, I appreciate you, brother. Don't know what much more I can say from there, but to say hats off to you, my friend, because you are amazing. And, and I just want to say thank you, bro. Much love. I'm very happy to be here. Um, and I just want to, you know, let you, you need to know that you're doing big things and, and we're all appreciative of it. Sean, you worked so hard to make this thing possible and we all love you and appreciate you so much. Uh, keep grinding, brother. I'm always here for you and I will ride this thing with you until the wheels fall off. Love you, Sean. Thank you so much. So grateful. Can't wait to see what else we do. Thanks again. And uh, I look forward to many more shows that we do together, man. It's just the beginning, right? Just get started, baby. Love you, man. Thank you. Thank you for including me this year. It's been a blast. Um, next year, I hope we can do better in the league. And yeah, bro, I love you. Just want you to know how much we appreciate you. Thanks, man. You're the best. People, all the interactions every week, they really do bring me such joy. And I appreciate you for making all this possible. First off, Sean Spencer, I adore you and I love you. And I'm just so thankful that you found other people just like you that love football so much. I have to say, I'm a Spartan, but I don't have as much as love as you do. But I just am so impressed that you have built this family. And when I say family, a group of people that are like-minded in the sense that they love football, but you have pushed people into seeing just the gifts that they have. You are incredible at really taking the time to not only produce a show, mind you, like, look at this, like, I don't even know how many notebooks of notes about football that Sean has laying around the house, but you have found a way to inspire others. And not only that, you take the time to really listen to the shows, create videos, to text others, to email people, to call people, just to let them know about the gifts that they have and to encourage them. But Sean, sometimes 
you need to hear the great things that you are doing. And I know that everyone that's part of Let's Talk Football, they feel very blessed to, to be part of a family. Sometimes may I have some arguments about what team is better. Like, I mean, Brady kind of went down in flames. Sorry. But, you know, I'm a Stafford fan. But you are able to also listen to other people's perspectives and point of views. And that's what makes you so special. We are so um, glad to have you, Sean. Um, and we're so glad that you came up with this incredible idea. And then look at how many other people have joined in all the different shows. And it's because of you. And thank you to you guys, because I don't know if I could talk to football as much as um, you guys talk to Sean about football. So it's kind of helped me out, too. All right. Have a wonderful day. And thank you, babe. My boy. Woo! That was good, Anthony. Oh, Anthony put all those videos together, oh, by the way. Yes, Anthony pulled the videos together. Yeah. We love you. We love yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> if you know it, you know it now. We love you so much. <laughs> we, we wouldn't be who we are without you. Man. We would not be. These shows would not be here if it wasn't for you. Um, you already know you're a brother to me. You're one of my best friends. I know I can tell you anything. You can hold it in confidence. Not only are you just my co-host, but you really are my brother. And I just want to say on behalf of the Let's Talk Football family, you are a gem in this world. We are all truly just blessed to have you as a person in our lives, just shining your light on each and every person. Everybody knows you in a different way. And as you can see, we all come together because of you. You bring people together. This is what you were called to do. This was what you were born to do. And I am just honored that I get to do a show with you. I started a show with you that has blossomed into all of this because of you. If God did not give me the perfect partner, I don't know what. I don't know. I mean, he told me about the idea asking you and I knew that you had the dream too to talk about it, but look what you've done with it. Look what you've done. I can't take credit for any of that. That is all you. God truly blessed me with a gem of a co-host and I am truly excited to call you my friend and not only my brother. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> That was our final say. Now it's yes. it's all on you now. You <laughs> crying, guarantee. <laughs> Surprise, Anthony. Anthony's the one who put that video together. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, Shout out to you, awesome. Anthony, because that was absolutely amazing. Had my boy all teared up. <laughs> Tear it up, man. Sean, what you got to say? Because I know you weren't expecting that. And you probably are wondering why the heck we would invite you to our show. Because we know <laughs> we don't send out those type of invites. But we're glad that you joined. We're glad that you had the, the gojones to get on a show with these beautiful, enticing, and wonderful women. I know that you were a little scared. <laughs> Is he muted? Wait, Sean, get up mute. Yeah, especially with two Cowboys fans in here. I didn't know what uh, to expect. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing there, brother? Oh, my God. I, I am truly, truly touched. I am truly touched. I appreciate it. Like, you guys would not believe. You guys got to understand, these are tears of joy. 
And the other night, Janae, when you just you just <laughs> stole my heart with your sermon, it was tears of joy because you guys, you, I don't talk about it a lot. Cat, you get the you bear the brunt of a lot of the stuff that you hear <laughs> in the background, but I don't talk about it a lot. But you know, the reason why last episode that you guys did hit me because when you talk about mental health. Yeah, man. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was on the edge. I didn't know what to do. Janae, you were my best friend. And you leaving to me, thought, I thought the world was over. Aww. But to, just to know that I have these people, like every one of you. Today, you're absolutely amazing. Delilah, every single news and update we get is you. <laughs> Ash, come on now. You go back and forth every day, 56 times if necessary. <laughs> hey, Kate, I, <laughs> Kate, I have never seen one person love Tom Brady, but not just love <laughs> Tom Brady. You know the facts, the stats, the history. Yeah. David, God, David, how many late nights have I talked to you? Bobby, Bobby, you re you re-energized me the beginning of this year. <laughs> Sydney, tomorrow uh, we're doing a preview show. I started a new one. Guys. Oh, of course. Big, oh, big Nick, Pig Nick, man. Oh man, I just want I just want to wrap my big arms around you, Nick, because you are truly a gem in this world. Nathan, you have it. You have the gift. If yeah. I was, if I helped you with anything, it was just like David said, putting a mirror on it because you're a gym. Anthony, man, if I could do one of the impressions you do, I think I'd be good. Okay. Yeah. I, I am in awe of everything that you do. Okay. It, it, if I, if I left anybody out, I apologize. <laughs> okay. Come on now. I can't, I can't even, I can't even cat. You, you know it's funny. Cat said. Cat said at one point before we did all this, Cat was sitting there saying, "You know, Sean, you know, you're always talking to me every day. You don't have any friends." So I said, "Okay, well then I'll go make me some friends." And now, I, <laughs> so if you want to know the motivation behind all these shows, it's because now I got a whole bunch of friends that I can go talk to. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely love it. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I, I'm just, only thing I am is a bridge. Every single person that is represented in this family has the gift. They yeah. have it. Every single one of you. I said that the last show and I've said that every show I've been on this week, every one of you could have your own show because you have the gift. And it's not just the love of the game because that's definitely the prerequisite, but you have the love of other people. Yes. The thing I love about that group chat is that not only do we talk sports and argue sports sometimes, but we also check in on each other. Yeah. Ash, I, I talked to you at what, 6.30 in the morning, right? And <laughs> talking about we chose we chose violence. And what, yeah. I, what was I doing in between those chats? I was sitting there talking to Sid in paragraph form on all the thing, all the new ideas we had. Yeah. Katie, I remember arguing with you it with in the bed in, in my bedroom in a hotel in Virginia Beach. I'm arguing with you about a game, and Kat's like, "Why is the light on?" It's like I'm going back and forth, Katie. I'm gonna make her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I I I cannot express how much I love and cherish each and every one of you, and and these shows. That's that's just me saying thank you to you. 
that's me saying thank you to you guys. This show right here is is farther than my wildest dreams and imagination. I never ever thought that that anything like this could be possible. But you guys are breaking. You talk about glass ceilings being broken. You know how many people are watching you right now and saying, "Oh my God, I can do this." I can. Absolutely. That's why we're here. That's that's it. That's it. And if 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 I do that for y'all, I I so appreciate you. I love you. I, I hope I'm not too much of a taskmaster, a, a driver, you know, <laughs> because I love this sport. I know each and every one of you love this sport, and 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 I know y'all love me, and I love you guys, no doubt. You know, I wish we could all be Redskins fans, but hey, not everybody's <laughs> perfect. So, I am touched. I honestly, I honestly am touched. I, I, I really love and care for you guys a lot. And it just means it means so much because Janae, like I told you, yeah, y'all don't understand. I was I, you know, you guys talked about last week about, you know, you know, mental illness is one thing for for, you know, everybody. But for men, you have to have that bravado, that toughness, you know, so it's not something that I could open up to from time to time. But even Come being on. even having the ability to <laughs> have this emotion and be out and, and you guys not judging me or laughing or you know you look at this punk you guys sitting there and just understanding i needed this i you, you don't even I'm, I'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch that like 500 times tonight i'm not gonna go to sleep Thank you, i do i do have a final say i do have a final say and it's gonna pick back off what ash said last week and i appreciate you for that when we were doing this show or when i was getting ready for this show i what I was I was at work and I was like, oh snap, I'm late. I gotta get home. And I started rushing and I started speeding and I started getting back through. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta get around. And I was behind this truck and I'm sitting here like I wanna honk. I wanna do it. And I felt like God sat there and said, slow down. It's all gonna be there when you get there. You rushing and speeding is not is not gonna get it. Okay. I think that's something we need to understand in life. Yeah. You know, we all want to see the end. We all want to see the final picture. We want to see us in their name and lights or whatever, you know, and, but and, and when we're at the beginning, it's so hard to see that and take that first step. But we have to remember to appreciate things in the mist yeah. while we're in the middle of this. I appreciate going through this whole process with you guys. I appreciate watching you guys grow. I mean, Janae, we, we started off having two or three people watching. I've watched you. This show hasn't had less than 11 people watching the entire Every time. time. Hundreds of people view this show. Each show, hundreds of people view. Yes. This, this is absolutely amazing. You know, I, I was... I, Last last week I was talking to Bobby and I was talking to uh, David on FaceTime and they were like, oh, you know, let's make a, let's make a group chat. Let's make something so we can FaceTime each other. I said, all right. And I typed in something else. As you know, and any of you that were on that uh, video call, I had a couple drinks. So I was a little excited. A little- <laughs> it was great. <laughs> right. It was <laughs> But I, but the, I, I typed, so- I tried to type something in as the, as the name of the group. And what came out is brush strokes like brush strokes. And it made, it made me think of uh, most of us, you know, who grew up in, in, in the, you know, eighties, nineties, uh, Bob Ross. Oh yeah. I loved him. I always used to watch him all the time. And the thing about that I loved about him the most is that, you know, with him, he always made you, 
no matter how intricate the photo the picture was, he always made you believe that you can do it. He made you believe that you could take this plain white canvas right. and turn and turn it into it's this a masterpiece. masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, when you went through, it didn't look the same as what he did. Yeah. But, but one of the things that I think that I loved about him the most is that the little things he did in between, you know, he's yeah. like knocked knocked his uh brush off. It's like you gotta knock the devil off. And <laughs> and you know, you know, there's never never mistakes, just happy accidents and all these little mm-hmm. things. And then it started to understand brush strokes means we like to see what happens at the end. It's mm-hmm. tough at the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't miss out on what's happening in between. Don't miss out on those things. Janae, you talked about her, about the trip and talked about going through the rain and the hail mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But and then you look back and see, don't miss out on going through this stuff because this is what's building us. You yeah. know, we all ask for certain things, patience. We ask for strength. We ask for this. And when you're going through, it's tough. But the thing is, you are being worked on and molded. And if we're doing that, Nathan said, iron sharpens iron. If that's what we're doing, let's mold Absolutely. each other. So yeah. we're doing this. We're creating greatness. I, I I, might just be the one that's the connector between all of us, but we are creating greatness, guys. So yes. keep doing what you're doing, because let me round applause this show right here. Because this show is the best thing I've seen ever. <laughs> I love you guys. Every one of you guys has got it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. What a way to end the show. What a way. <laughs> to our boy, Sean Spencer, who is literally all of our brother. And I'm so glad we're going to give you your roses now so you can smell them and know that you are super important in our lives, man. Oh, yeah. Man. Man. Well, ladies and that's gentlemen, it. the way the show is ending on this high note, I am super <laughs> excited, man. What a way to end it. Man, if you want to see us, Tune in next Thursday, 6.30, same time. We cannot wait to see you guys. And we may have a little special guest tuning in. So we would like you guys to uh, tune in to find out who that special guest is going to be. And it's not a man. No more men. (laughs) No more men. Hey, look, all my men out there, I'm breaking the glass ceiling for us, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the presentation we're going to have for a while, unless we choose to invite some of you guys. We like some of y'all, but... But hey, we truly enjoyed it, man. We are signing off. We want you guys to tune in next week, but truly excited that you guys joined us today. All the comments, we'll get to all of them. We couldn't get to every single one because you guys write so fast. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Thank you for participating in the show. We love you. you. We can't wait to see y'all next time. And uh, tune in because, like I said, something special is coming. So see y'all. All right. Woo. Woo! Hello, everybody. Hey, what's going on, guys? I am Janae Strether. I'm Sean Spencer. We are back. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to go out and let... Hold up. Alright, alright, alright. I am Janae Struthers. I am Sean Spencer. And this is Let's Talk Football. Yes.